Hello and welcome to Somos Padres, a podcast dedicated to the constant development of our parenting and ourselves. We are your hosts, Paulo and Yesenia. Thanks for joining us as we share our parenting experiences rooted within the context of our own life journey. In that spirit, we will also be sharing parenting information and the stories of mothers and padres out there who have embraced their own personal evolution as the greatest gift of parenthood. Hey guys, we are back. Hello everyone. Welcome to this episode. We're gonna we're gonna just be by ourselves, you and yes, I. We're gonna be chit chatting. There's no interview. This yeah, time. no interview this week. We're getting a break because last episode I feel like was intense and a lot of information to take in. Yeah, it was a really good interview with Dr. Renee. Yes, Dr. Renee Lemus Elizaldes. I have to say that out of all the episodes up until now, I feel like people really connected to this one. At least in a way where people wanted to connect with both myself and Dr. Renee, like through direct messages and um, stories and shout outs. I was, wow, it, it, it was really amazing. You even did a live, isn't it? We did. I mean, we did a live because so many people were checking in and talking to us about it in the direct messages. And I, I and, and then I, re, I was um, watching Dr. Renee Lemos. Elizaldes also commented and did a story right when we released where she was talking about you know, I, I just listened back to the episode and there's all these things that I didn't say. And I was just like, oh my gosh, she really feels like there was all this stuff that she didn't say, like, I'm just going to tell her we should do a live. Mm-hmm. And and she said yes. So I was, I you know, I'm always nervous because um, like asking people to take of their time to do something like that. And especially because I'd never done a live Mm-hmm. Um, well, we've done it before for a little bit. Remember? Yes, yes. We did it for um, Podcasterio mm-hmm. for like a short amount of time. But it was, I, you know, I was like nervous. Like, is anybody going to like listen? Is anybody going to come on? What time should we do it? Like I had all these, you know, mm-hmm. I was reading something that nothing kills creativity like self-doubt. Mm-hmm. I was having all of these self-doubts about doing a live but I have to say that there were, you know, just so many people that logged on and were part of the live. Thank you guys so much. For some reason, I just knew that this topic was just resonating with people and they wanted to, to keep the conversation going. I, I mean, they didn't even want the live to end. They were like, how can we keep this conversation going? Because it was just so good. Yeah, yeah. Know? Because the topic of self-reflection, it goes deep. Yeah, of healing motherhood. And healing motherhood and healing experiences and all that. I have to say that what was really funny to me was that you commented on the post. (laughs) I did because I... I was like, really, Paulo? (laughs) I tend to uh, Uh re-listen to our podcast uh, uh, at one point whenever I'm in the car uh, from work to to, to home. Yeah. Yeah, I was like... Pablo, listen to it. Yeah, because the traffic is, is, is always terrible. So I might as well just listen to our podcast. Yeah. And to see if I can actually learn something something new. So what did you what 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 did you learn? Like what was it that you thought was so interesting? 
for you that you connected with? I actually learned that why I don't have like patience with my own children. Why don't you have patience with your own children? Because I was reflect reflecting back like with the, how my dad was with us mm -hmm. and how he wanted to always control us. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what I'm trying to do with my kids. I want them. I want to be in control. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if they're not like following my advice or following my directions, I feel they're out of control. And I feel like, like they're going to grow up to be like terrible children. <laughs> well, did, was there like something, though, that you heard? Because, you know, on the one hand, it was like, you know, understanding our parents' histories mm -hmm. in order to release any kind of resentment or judgment that we may be carrying of them like any of that energy did you experience that or was it just a a matter of oh i get why i'm unpatient no yeah and i actually tried to reflect and what i might actually like um i what i actually think about like why my dad acted the way he did with us mm -hmm. and it, it's also because he's carrying this stuff from his childhood Oh, for okay. how my grandpa was was with him, oh. and one one of the things that came up is it's like I don't know this because I haven't asked my dad. Mm -hmm. Is he resentful with my grandfather mm -hmm. because he didn't receive the chance like to go to school? Oh, and your dad was and so my smart. dad is uh, is a really smart person. Yeah, he mm -hmm. always wanted to go to school. He always wanted to go to school. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he still resent. He's res yeah, he's still resentful in that sense mm -hmm. with my grandpa. And maybe that he carried that into his own fathering. Yeah, and I feel like he uh, he feels like I believe mm -hmm. he feels like so he's like not good enough because he didn't go uh -huh. up the ladder uh -huh. in education. Okay. A pretty deep insight mm -hmm. for you. No, oh, yeah. And just you know, sometimes I think like you don't even have to have the converse. You know, if you don't want to, you don't have to. Um, it's just that having some kind of compassion and understanding just allows you to release. You know. Yeah. You know, yes, I was able to release a little bit because I always, uh, I also apply it to my life. Okay. Why, like, uh, as a teacher, mm -hmm. I still feel that. I'm not good enough mm -hmm. because I'm a teacher. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't meet the expectation of what my parents wanted wanted for me to become. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. think that they wanted you to become something different? Yes. Yeah. Obviously, because I studied for mathematics and information systems, computers. Mm -hmm. And they kind of put you on a pedestal. And, and they put me on a pedestal. And every time we met with uh, our, our relatives, oh, the, the conversation was like all about Paolo. Look like yeah. what Paolo is doing. He's going to study this. He's going to go mm -hmm. rich super far. <laughs> you can have a lot of money. Yeah. And basically, it was all about money. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to do it just because of the money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so you're carrying that. I'm carrying that. I'm still having gotten over it. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm putting it on my children. Mm -hmm. So if my children don't spend the time to study or doing their homework or try their best, Ah, uh, they're gonna miss on that chance too. <laughs> you well, you feel like they're I, not going to be successful, quote unquote. Quote unquote, yeah, I feel that, mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, 
but now I'm getting it. I where this is coming from? Mm-hmm. It's just generation and apply it to the next generation. And if you don't deal with it, you're gonna apply it to the children. Yeah, and your children are gonna apply it to the children. Yeah, if and they don't get to break it, the cycle. And that's the thing. It's like we all have that opportunity to to break it. Yeah, but it's really hard. It is. It's painful. <laughs> yes, it is, and. I think that what came out of the live and connecting with so many women on this, because there were, I'm sure there that there are even women who, um, because there was another woman that reached out to me um, on direct message who didn't participate necessarily in the comments section of the live, which I was really surprised by how many people were even commenting and dialoguing with us and interacting. And, but, you know, she reached out to me afterwards and she's like, I listened to the live. I didn't comment. She's like, but all of it was ringing very true for me and I connected with it. And and so I'm like, there's, you know, probably more women out there that um, were just listening and not commenting. And there's probably a lot of people that listen to the the um, the podcast and maybe didn't reach out, you know. Um, but I just I I want to say to you that. I feel really connected in that sense with you in this journey. And it really made me think that that might be something that I'm interested in exploring even more and seeing how we can connect on a deeper level. I was also talking to Dr. Renee and I was telling her, like, you really should do an event for people to to come to and um, and really explore this topic further of healing motherhood. I I have to say that um, for me, it was it was really great to connect with all of you um, that were on and that direct messaged me. And, and those that I just feel like I can feel, like there's days where I just feel an, an incredible amount of energy and I feel like it's all of the energy that we're putting out that's just coming back um, from people. And, but for me, healing motherhood and and... I mean, I still have a ways to go, not because I carry resentment anymore, because I feel like I don't. Um, I'm sure there's layers to that, though, right? But I feel like for me, it's one thing is knowing, and the other part is how do you actually release it Mm -hmm. and peel away the layers, and how do you undo the things that you know, the behaviors that are in you already, you know, like, um, or, or how do you make things better? Like with my mom, I feel like I need to, I'm not used to connecting with her. Right. Like she's like, when she hugs me, I'm like, Oh my God. She's like hugging me. Cause I'm not used to her hugging. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause she was never this affectionate person when I was a child. Um, so even now when she hugs me, it's hard to, you know, embrace it. And I don't know, like the way that I hug Vicky, you know, or Paulito or you, you know, it's like different. So those are the the things where, you know, how do you, how do you change maybe like the body memory and the you know, I don't know the the interaction. How do you begin to have these deeper conversations? And yeah, personally, I don't have the answers. But one of the things is like, if it is possible, people need to talk to the to that person. 
Mm-hmm. And in this case, like me talking to my dad mm-hmm. and asking and and knowing more, mm-hmm. I think you will get to process that feeling or whatever that pain memory is. Well, and just let it go. Well, I mean. But you, it's hard. <laughs> well, heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I mean, and speaking of opportunities, we're actually heading to your rancho. This yeah. summer, how about that? We're going back to Mexico. What an unexpected twist of events. We weren't planning on going. No, we were not planning, but... Especially after last year. Especially after last year. <laughs> we spent like three weeks in Mexico last year, so if you haven't listened to those episodes, feel free to go yeah. back to them. But um, we weren't expecting to do that. And then all of a sudden, you're like, okay, let's go. Yeah, but... But my brothers are going, and that's yes. a big part of it. Yes. And they ask, and they ask us if we wanted to go, and I'm like, yeah, I'll think about it. Yeah. Initially, we were like, Nah, that's all right. We'll catch you guys when you get back. Yeah, but it's always different when you have other people that you talk mm-hmm. to over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna head back to the rancho. Maybe you'll have an opportunity to have this deep convo with you. Yeah, dad. I'll ask the questions to my dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're gonna ask him. Yeah, I'm gonna ask him. That's cool. That's if I really, truly wanted to process this feeling. Yeah, to see if that helps you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure once you, you're you face-to-face uh-huh. with the information and w- and you bring it back to the surface. Yeah. And you deal with it with that, uh, that, mo- uh, that moment mm-hmm. or in any moment, it just, it's going, just going to diffuse. I mean... It's I, not going to go away, but at least it's going to affect you anymore. You know, I think uh, right now when you said that, I was like thinking about Nancy... Carranza, for any of you guys that listen to our episodes with Nancy and um, Nelson. Um, but when she talked about having that conversation with her mom mm-hmm. and then like processing, like having that really deep conversation and afterwards, like the hug. Yeah. And just feeling mm-hmm. like something just melted away. And this is the beauty of having a podcast mm-hmm. because personally, I'm grabbing it. A- wisdom from every person that we interview Mm -hmm. like i imagined you having that conversation with your dad and then hugging imagine that and then just being able to maybe release Mm -hmm. some of that wouldn't that be just yeah because i need to uh, be face to face with why i'm feeling that as a teacher i'm not good enough do you think that you would tell your dad that you know dad i'm carrying yes i think i want to do it (laughs) Because I I I didn't make the expectations. Mm-hmm. I did not. You need him to release you. Yes, I need to give him the like that. Hijo, just move on. And I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. And oh my god, and that's just going to release me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's like I feel like uh, having those super high expectations for children, and you never talk about it. It's like you. It's like a curse. Mm-hmm. Like you impose into them. Mm-hmm. This energy, yeah, yeah, and I, 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 I think I have to do it. Well, speaking of processing and releasing and all that, we went to breath work. Yes, I went to breath work for the first time <laughs> in my life. First of all, it was my birthday, and I was like, "We're gonna go to breath work." I think I don't know if it was two years ago. I made you go to Bikram yoga with me for one year I made you go to soul cycle with me 
you were horrible at Bikram Yoga. And oh, it's all cycle too. I just wanted to just like die. You're a right marathon there. runner. You yeah, should be able to take it. It's different. It's different from cycling. I prefer to run than to be on a bicycle. Okay, you can run 26 miles. You could do an hour of cycling. But anyways, you did it. Um, and this time I told you, you have to go to breath work with me. And I think I talked about breath work already previously, right? About how we, how I did breath work at We All Grow. And it was like such an amazing experience. And we ended up going to do breath work at Unplug Meditation. It just turned out that the day of my birthday, I found a breath work session at Unplug Meditation um, here in LA. And it was so crazy because we walk into the Unplug Meditation and I see Analilia who is the person that I did breath work with at, um, at We All Grow. And then I did a private session with her. And I was so excited to see her. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I was like, like, I felt like I was cheating on her. <laughs> uh, surprise! surprise! No, but she was there too to take the class. I was mm -hmm. like, okay, we're cool. Um, and she was so lovely and you got to meet her. So that was like so perfect. I kept like running into people that day. It mm -hmm. was crazy. Um, so, so anyways, we did the, the breath work with this other teacher and it wasn't, for me, it wasn't as good as when I've done it with Analia. Mm -hmm. So, and I remember looking at you and I asked you, so how was the, how was your breath work? And you're like, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. I, mm -hmm. I'm relaxed. Yeah, yeah, I feel relaxed. And I was like, okay, yeah, like, it's bit, you didn't do it right. Yeah, because no new experiences with a whole bunch of people like that, and and I wasn't expecting like music and move this and move that. And yeah, it was a little bit different than the way Ana Lilia does it. So, anyways, it just so happened. I don't know what day was my birthday. Friday. Mm -hmm. It just so happens that Ana Lilia was having a breathwork class at her house the next day so i was like okay it was uh, right the next day oh no sunday two days later so i was like oh okay we're gonna do this again um because i didn't want you to have like this like not so great experience doing breath work so you were a trooper and you went back to do breath work again mm -hmm. this time it was a very small, intimate setting because it was Analilia's house and it was maybe like six of us or something like that. Mm -hmm, like six other people. And um, and we did breath work again. Yeah, it was way much better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I think I, because I feel uh, I felt more comfortable. Uh-huh. For whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. And I knew that you knew Analilia already. Mm-hmm. So I feel... And like, you had met her. Yeah, and I haven't seen it before. Yeah, like two days before. But I have to say that you're when you were talking though like afterwards you know after you did, after we did the breath work and i heard you talking about it in the debrief i was like i don't know if paulo did it right no i wasn't breathing right <laughs> yeah like we later figured out because then because i don't know because when you were talking about it you were just talking about it like oh yeah and it was really relaxing and i don't know what else you said I was like visualizing and so I can, I don't know. Yeah, were, because I, I wasn't breathing right because I was actually meditating. Yes, you were like meditating. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this guy did not do this right. That's like, because, because I like to meditate. I know, I get that. But we're in a breathwork 
Which means I that you know. need to work the breath. Yes, and I. I and you didn't. I, you I thought like, I was doing it, but I obviously no, I wasn't breathing with breathing through my right. stomach. Yes, because then because was I it that to... night or the next night that I told you? Let me see how you were breathing. Yeah, we that, started talking about it. That night, I believe, because I was like, no, I wasn't doing it right. I knew I wasn't doing it right. Yeah. Uh, but still, I was I was okay with that because yeah. I was still like concentrating in this experience. You still had a positive experience. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But once you tell me how to breathe, like through my stomach, chest, heart, whatever the process is. Your stomach is. and your heart, yeah. Yeah. No, oh, that's when I experienced like the oxygen in the brain. Yes. And it is intense. Yes. And you only breathed correctly for like a couple of minutes. Yeah. And it's intense. And that's when you've when you feel that you just want to stop breathing because you had enough you feel like you have enough oxygen already yeah i was this that time that we were at analilia's house like i have to say that that has been the at least for me what happens for me in breathwork and i think and she even says this when she's preparing you right she tells you every single time you do breathwork it's going to be different you're going to have like different sensations and i don't know what that's about I think we're going to have to have Anelia come on a podcast to talk about breathwork um, because, like, I'm obsessed with it now. Um, but the, the because the first time I experienced it, I literally felt like energy lifted off, like, like I energy just came off of me. And and then I like cried. And then the second time I did it in the private session, it was kind of similar, a little bit different. But that time that we went to her house, I literally felt like I stopped breathing for like two minutes and I went into this like deep meditative state, which was awesome and amazing. Yeah, because you're, you're giving your uh, your body a whole bunch of yes, energy. Of oxygen. It's oxygen. Oxygen yeah. is energy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so you literally, you breathe so much that at some point you can stop breathing. And I, mm -hmm. and I did. And it's, it's really weird, but... Then I just went into this like really deep meditative state, mm -hmm. and and I loved it. I, I yeah, I think that's awesome. Like for me, it bypasses my brain because mm -hmm. I'm so like thinking and thinking and thinking all the time. Mm -hmm. Like it just bypasses that. Yeah, I, I feel so proud of myself because I, now I I'm over a year of meditating. Me of meditating. You're doing really good, and I'm still haven't gotten sick. You haven't. I did. I have to like be honest. Oh yeah, you did already. I did i was doing so good but i have a hypothesis which i will share and this is my hypothesis that because i think that in general i our hypothesis is that if you stay like in a higher energy state right mm. that you're not gonna get unwell i don't even like to use the word s-i-c-k you're not mm. you know um but And, and I feel that, like, even if I'm not, if I'm beginning to feel something, I'll run. And I feel like I get high, you know, mm -hmm. I, like, raise my energy and, like, I burn whatever it is. Or, or sometimes I would just visualize, like, oh, just grabbing my pain from my throat and just, like, throwing it away. Like, I would, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? It was like, I'm just getting rid of it. Eh. But I do believe that drinking, when I've, you know had too much to drink mm -hmm. that it brings me to a lower state 
Oh. Because I noticed that I had a few times of going out and that's when it hit me. That's, that's when it finally took me out. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's when I finally, the bug got to me and I had a couple days of, you know, and I had to actually take medicine because, you know, I, was, I don't like to sneeze when I'm at work. And you had running nose. Yeah, and I don't like to sneeze because I don't like to spread germs, so I'll just take the medicine just because of that, because I don't want to spread germs. Yeah, but you know that Especially the medicine is not going to do anything. I know, it's it's not doing anything. It's just that I'm trying not to sneeze. Like, I will carry, like, you know, a scarf so that if I do, I'm not spreading germs. But I really try to just minimize the symptoms, know, the symptoms yeah. so that I'm not, like, you know, mm -hmm. spreading that. But, yeah, that's my hypothesis, that it, it was yeah. the drinking that... It's a good hypothesis. Yeah, that lowered my energy you know um levels or my wavelength you know energetically yeah. i wasn't able to burn that's a that's a really good one because if i feel like i'm straying from my meditating practice mm -hmm. i get back to it i yeah. force myself to get back to it mm -hmm. because i know that once i start i enjoy it <laughs> yeah. for me it's not like you're doing so good you're running you're, and then like, i'm three running times a week. yeah i'm running I mean, at least three times a week and yeah i have to force myself it's just like there's for me i believe there there are no shortcuts i know there are no shortcuts if you want to reach high you have to do the work okay yeah and obviously can i fail of course i can fail mm -hmm. multiple times <laughs> What have you been reading lately? We, I know we've been like talking about um, different uh, articles that we've been coming across. Yes, and I, I yeah, I, I actually enjoy breath work, and I'm gonna continue to explore that dimension. Yeah, of breath work. Yep, totally. Uh, I've, I also been listening to a lot of podcasts and Rob Bell. Oh yes, I love Rob Bell. Yeah, Rob Bell. Uh, in the past, I had listened to him uh -huh. for a few episodes, but mm -hmm. I wasn't that much interested. Mm -hmm. But all of a sudden, I'm like, whoa, he's taking it to another level already. <laughs> and I get to connect with, uh, I need to, uh, to connect with it. Maybe in the past, I wasn't that, that like, I, I wasn't improving my myself. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I feel like I reach a point that I can understand what he's talking about what he's talking about yeah i have to say i love i really do love rob bell um i love listening like i kind of feel like if i had a pastor it would be rob bell mm -hmm. like he would be my pastor i would go to his church yeah and and, and i i still cannot understand why people don't like people like that if they're not doing any anybody any harm oh because you're talking about how he had a church and then, like, the people of his church turned against him. Yeah. Probably wanted yeah. to kick him out. They, like, kicked him out after he built oh, up this church did, because yeah. he wrote a book called Love Wins. And he basically said that, I believe that God loves everybody and no one's going to hell. And, um, and people weren't okay with that. Even though he had created that church, people... Mm -hmm were not ready for that message in in his Christian community. So in any case, he uh, he left the church and he just, you know, just moved on with writing books and he's a speaker and, you know, he's mm -hmm. doing well. He lives here in, I think, Huntington Beach or somewhere around there. Yeah. But um, I really, I do, I, I, I love him because he he talks about Jesus in a way that I really connect with. 
and also like the law of attraction. I mean, I feel like he blends it all. Yeah, and his guests are amazing too. And his oh, guests are amazing. Yeah. He had Richard mm-hmm. Rohr on oh, there. Oh my god! I mean, if you're gonna listen to one and only one episode of Rob Bell's podcast, I would recommend if you're, um, especially if you're Catholic. Um, to listen to the one of him um, speaking to interviewing Richard Rohr, because Richard Rohr is actually a Catholic priest, but he's, I forget if he's Franciscan or Jesuit. I don't, or, yeah. I forget. I forget what he is. I but think like a Jesuit. Yeah. yeah. Like he's, he's not like a Catholic priest that does church. Like mm-hmm. he's one of. Yeah, but what yeah, they call him. but you have to be ready to listen to another. Yeah, if you're looking type of for, yeah, like the left, the church on the left, the more <laughs> liberal Catholic yeah. part of the church. Um, but I love, I love Richard Rohr, and so if you're gonna listen to one episode, I yeah, I would listen to that one as as the entry point, and that's what I I told mm-hmm. you. Oh my God, you have to listen. And to And I that second one. that. Yeah, I love that episode. So yeah, you've been listening to what you have. Mm-hmm. You're like binging. Yeah, Rob Bell. I actually did, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god!" Especially also the uh, also the episodes on the uh, on the internet. Uh huh. It's called the internet. Oh. Yeah, they're amazing too. About like yes, like technology, like uh-huh. what we're doing right now is amazing. Yes. But also, also the the, the dark side of it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's amazing. I, oh. I don't know. It's because I, I I'm also into te- technology, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't watch yeah. TV much. No, well, technology about like the internet. Oh, it's another podcast. No, Rob Bell. He's talking about that. Oh, the episode, yeah. the internet. Oh, I thought it's, you were talking about a TV show. No, it's, oops. No, <laughs> I don't have the chance to watch that much. Now. Okay, I don't, I haven't listened to the internet yet. No, yeah, it's two episodes. Oh, he dang. did two because people like like it a lot. Okay, so you recommend both of those? Yeah. Okay. Um, the last thing I think we wanted to talk about was this. Um. Mayan articles. PR article because we also re- I also read articles. Yeah, you you binge articles too. Yeah, I binge books. I read a lot of articles, <laughs> but I try to not to read the, the bad stuff. But mm-hmm. once in a while, I end up reading anyway. You know what was so interesting is that this episode about Mayan the Mayan women on NPR. It was a blog, and I think they also um, uh, they also had the reporter that wrote the the piece on NPR radio. But it came out at the same time, uh, around the same time that we released the motherhood, healing motherhood episode. And I was actually thinking, okay, if we, uh, or if the violence in us, right, if, if violence as a generational pattern um, exists in our culture, you know, is who were we before we were colonized? Who were we before Cortes came, you know, mm-hmm. to Mexico and and conquered the Aztecs? Like, who were we? What, what were our people like? I bet you they were gentle, peaceful parents. Yeah, but, before that. But according to the Spaniards, we, uh, the natives were savages. I know, but we're not talking about that. I'm yeah. just talking about how. Um, I wondered because I don't know that, but yeah. I th- but I thought to myself, but we now, were probably peaceful, gentle parents. Yeah, how were the how were the families? Exactly. Yeah. So it was crazy that at the same time that I'm having this thought, not the priest that sacrifices like people. No, no, yeah, no, 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 no. The, the, the families, families. The, the nucleus of families. How were they? Yes. Mm-hmm. So as I'm having, like, I'm contemplating this. I'm like, I wonder what we were like. You know, 
is when that article comes out. I think it's called Mayan Supermom. Yeah, something like that. And oh my God, I was like, see, I knew it. I knew But yeah, if you go to NPR, you just, you just type Mayan moms and it will come up. Yes. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, look, it, it's in us. We can be gentle, peaceful parents. Yes. It was, that is, you know, who we were before all of that violence, you know, happened you know, in, in, in Mexico. So, so anyways, this article, you guys, if you haven't read it, you have to check it out. You have to read it. And it's about, um, this NPR reporter who was fascinated by Mayan culture and Mayan parenting, and especially, um, what she saw and, and lots of other people are also researching Mayan mothers because they are, you know, creating these families especially where the kids are cooperating and helpful mm -hmm. and they're just like how do they get their kids to help them and and just you know do what you know what they're expected to do and, yeah and i was and all like this stuff nobody's screaming at them no nobody's screaming at them. the children know what nobody's to do nagging. they just do it they, they yeah it's just mm -hmm. like they know they know what their responsibilities are and it's funny because i guess she's talking the the reporter is talking to the mayan woman the mayan mother of five children mm -hmm. she has five, five children children Five. <laughs> yes. And she's married and she works mm -hmm. outside the home as well to help the family, right? So she's asking the woman through a translator, can you tell her what she does when she's stressed or how does she handle stress? stress? Yeah. Parent, you know, parental stress, stress of motherhood. Mm -hmm. How does she handle it? And the translator could not translate that because there is no word for stress as it relates to motherhood in Mayan. Yeah, there's no word. So they were like debating back and forth because they couldn't find the uh, proper terms or words to be able to describe stress. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then they just finally like kind of tried to, to describe it to mm -hmm. her. <laughs> and then she was just like, why would I be stressed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it was just fascinating. And I, And she said that one of the major things that she noticed is that Mayan mothers are not trying to control their kids. And she's like, that's a Western construct. Yeah. You it's, know, it's, that, it's a Western concept. that somehow we grow up thinking in this society, in this culture, in Western United States culture, that we need to control our kids. Mm -hmm. And that that is actually foreign to them. They're not trying to control their kids. Mm -hmm. and And then it all just kind of made sense, like why everyone is so helpful, because they're not trying to tell them what to do it's just this is the way we are we help, mm -hmm. each, other, we help each other at the same time there's deep respect i think for kids and their um their needs and you know they're if they're not trying to control them that means that they're actually just working with kids yeah they're, like, they're showing them the way yes and they understand them they try to understand them mm -hmm. and they're showing the way because they understand that they're kids yes and don't have the skills yet. You have to show them how to do things mm -hmm. and show them in a, just in a normal way, the way it's supposed to be, just like in nature. Mm -hmm. Animals just show the little ones the way. Yeah, like <laughs> there's like están chiquitos, you know. They're yeah. not. They're not like waiting. They're you know they're teaching them to do thing to do things and they're to take care of themselves. They're not whipping them. They're not screaming at them and no. get up and do this. No. 
Yeah. They just show them. Yeah, everything's just normal. And mm-hmm. the other thing that they talked about in the article was how in the Western world, we really put mothers in a box. And we somehow came up with this expectation that mothers had to be at home and take care of their kids. And Mayan women don't have that expectation that you always have to take care of your kids. Mm-hmm. Right. They she said the example of like if a Mayan woman wanted to go to the beach, like, hey, I want to go to the beach. And she would tell her five kids, hey, I want to go to the beach. And if any of them didn't want to go, then she'd be like, "Okay, well, then you stay with, you know, Mm -hmm. with your aunt or, you know, your grandma or whoever, Mm -hmm. you know, the neighbor. Like, okay, you don't want to go. Well, don't go. We're going to go to the beach and whoever wants to go with me, let's go. Right. And just this idea of like, it's okay. Like, no one's judging me. Mm-hmm. You know, somehow we judge each other if, you know, if we're not mothering our children 100% of the time. It's like frowned mm-hmm. upon in society. Like, I don't know, it made me feel a lot better because I feel like for me, like I prioritize doing the things, like not taking the kids all the time to everything, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes I'm like, they don't enjoy that. Why am I going to take mm-hmm. them if they don't enjoy that? And yeah. then I'm not going to enjoy it either. So, like, for instance, when we go to weddings, where everybody takes their kids and we're like, yeah, peace out, we left our kids. You know, we left our, yeah, we (laughs) leave our kids because... They don't enjoy weddings. Because they still don't don't understand the concept. Yeah, so things like that, where we're just like, ah, peace out. Like, we go to the LAFC games now, and Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, you're always asking Polito, hey, Polito, do you want to go? And he's just like, no. And I'm like, okay, fine. Okay, peace. <laughs> we'll go. He's not going to grow resentful that I didn't take him? No. Well, you could, it's his choice. Yeah. You know, it's kind of, and, and that's going back to, I think that Mayan women um, are not trying to control their kids. They're not trying to tell them, yeah, you know, you have to do what I want to do. And, mm-hmm. you, ha- you know, they just kind of release it. It's okay. You know, they have their autonomy and they don't want to go and and that's fine yeah and uh and, and besides we uh, we're so like pushed because the, the people are always ask how do you balance work and family <sighs> and that's because the yeah because if you go if you focus too much on work oh you're neglecting your children yeah yeah, yeah. and if you focus too much on children well, now in the time for you yeah <laughs> i know you- it's just that the concepts are like uh opposite Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I found that article, like, just amazing. It confirmed for me that I'm doing all right. <laughs> for me, maybe I just read what I wanted to read, you know, lo que me conviene. But I kind of felt like, okay. But it's okay. Like you, you, you're right. going to get from articles what you feel that you need at, at that, uh, this particular moment. Yeah. And it's okay. And people are going to read it, and they're going to get something else, and that's completely okay. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, like like I went to the Super Mamas event for um, it was right before Mother's Day. It was a Saturday before Mother's Day, and you know they they it's set up for moms to bring you know families to go together. And last year we went all as a family, but the year before I had gone just by myself. And as much as it was nice to get pictures with the kids and do stuff with the kids, um. I had to leave when the kids were done, you know, mm-hmm. and I had to be shuffling between you guys and them because they didn't always want to be with you or whatever. Where's mom? You know, I just felt like I had to check in. And this time I was like, okay, this time I'm not going to take the kids, you know? And there was, I don't know. You kind of feel like a lot of people are there with their kids. And, you know, sometimes I do feel like, Oh, you know, I was supposed to take my kids. And a little bit of that guilt comes in, but 
I was like, I get to have all the micheladas I want. I get to enjoy and do whatever I want. And I get to hang out and talk to people. I saw a lot of moms there that I wanted to talk to, but a lot of them had their kids and they were like, oh, bye, Yesenia, you know? And I was like, oh, well, you know, maybe next time. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those things where I'm just like, I I like going to events and just, you know, enjoying them. Enjoying them, depending on the event, you know? If I'm going to Disneyland, I'm going to take it. It all depends what you're going to get out of the experience. Yeah, what I'm trying to get out of it. Yeah, and to tell the truth, it's like, it's it's about experience. Like, if we go to Disneyland, it's going to be about the children's experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you go with a purpose and emphasis that to have a great time together with your children. Yeah. But events like like this, it's, it's up to the person to decide. And my kids do not, our kids do not like crowds. And this year it was like and incredibly crowded. Number one, Paolo Jr., yeah, he hates crowds. So does Paolo Sr. Yeah, just like me. <laughs> he doesn't like to go to the mall no. because there's too many people. Yeah. Just like me, I don't like to go to malls. There's too many yeah. people. The crowds, it just makes me anxious. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's the same way. So let's just respect that. Yeah. Eventually, when he, he grows and he wants to go to places like him. Yeah. yeah we'll come on. So yeah, I'm like, you know, I'm doing all right. I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm like our Mayan supermoms in that sense. <laughs> yeah, and in the past I have forced Polito to go to soccer games, but he didn't like the experience. And I'm like, well, okay, well, how am I gonna force my little one? Yeah, he knows what is go- uh, what it's like to be in a stadium and all that. Yeah, he knows. So whenever he decides to go with me, the door is open. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, there's our little, um, I don't know, catch up. Yeah. We, we caught up with you guys. We'll be back next week with another interview, another amazing interview. So stay tuned for that. I'm also going to be releasing a series um, that um, I'm going to start doing where I'm just going to take a topic. It's going to be short episodes. They're probably not going to be, they're probably going to be 10 to 15 minutes, very short episodes that I'm going to start to release on just little topics that I want to talk about in terms of parenting. So just to focus a little more on the parenting aspect, just to give you things to think about. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I just want to talk about concepts that I wanted um, to consider that we considered when we were kind of rethinking what do we really believe about parenting. Um, So I'm going to be releasing those very shortly over the summer. Um, just randomly and probably also in between um, doing all of our summer trips and stuff like that. So stay tuned for those. We might also redo some of the podcasts like in Spanish. Yes. Stay tuned for that because people have reached out and said, can you do a couple of episodes as well talking about um, parenting but in Spanish? So we're also going to be working on those and releasing those. So thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful next two weeks. Hasta la próxima. Chao. Chao, adiós. Hi. If you like this podcast, please share it with your friends and family. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and please leave a review. It is a super, super important in order to help spread the message. You can follow us, our parents, on Instagram at iam.isenia at palomenchaca and at somos.bardes. You can also subscribe to their newsletter on their website at somos-bardes.com. Gracias! Gracias.